What's up, everybody? My name is Lindsey Melton Jr. Thank you for lending me your ears, your heart, and your mind. This is the True North Podcast. That's right. Back once again. So let's jump right into it. So if you saw episode three and four, um, it was everything I thought it was going to be, and it was not everything I thought it was going to be, if that made sense. So uh, on one retrospect, uh, on one coin, one side of the coin, like, ah, oh, okay, that's what I thought it was going to be. The other side of the coin, this is not what I thought it was going to be. But still, it was really good. But there's something, yeah, I, I knew because I do like history. I've studied history. Um, I love basketball. You know, I knew that <clears throat> the Bulls and the Pistons, they had their, you know, their their battles. But I didn't know that there's a battle before the battle, a bar before the bar. I didn't know there was a battle before the battle um, with the Cavs, which is funny because, you know, the Cavs have always been trash up until LeBron James. Well, that's not true. There was a point in time where the Cavs were legit contenders. And it's funny because their star player was Ron Harper, who, you know, a few seasons later ended up on the Bulls. You know, so I thought that was funny. <clears throat> but the Cavs, according to Jordan, the Cavs were, um, they they were always beating them out. And um, Jordan referred to um, his team, him him and his team, having a loser's mentality. And, and he talked about how it took a lot to break through that. Um, but, you know, one of the things that it took to break through that was there is there's a change in coaching. And, you know, anytime we think about Michael Jordan, we we think about Phil Jackson and even Michael in the very first episode. He said, hey, you can't mention my name without Scottie Pippen and Phil Jackson. But what's so crazy is um, in episode three, Michael talks about how and I promise uh, I'm I'm going to uh, relate this to quarantine COVID-19. You, me right now, 2020, I promise just you know, this is the body of water we are navigating through in order to get to the heart of God. All right. So he talks about how um, he did not like Phil Jackson. And here's the reason why. Because Phil wanted to take the ball out of Michael's hands. Oh, that's right. That's what we're talking about. So, like, he did not like him because he took the ball out of his hands. Therefore, Michael could not control everything. And I believe as humans that is our... Uh, that's that's probably our greatest flaw. That's our biggest flaw, and that that's kind of what everything every everything kind of stems back to. Yes, everything stems back to Adam and Eve's decision to disobey God. But at the end of the day, like even you can categorize that into this one sentence: We like to control everything. I'm done. Podcast over. Have a good week. No, seriously. We love to control everything. Anything we put our hands to, we want to control the outcome. Um, I'm going to read you one idea from James Clear. And he says, anticipate but don't expect. All right. Anticipation, you're excited for what the future holds, but you do not try to control it. Expectation, you try to predict the future and restrict your happiness to one outcome. Always be excited about the possibilities. Never be entitled to them. Boom. Said that one more time. Always be excited about the possibilities, but never be entitled to them. But I want to back up for a minute. A lot of times we try to predict the future, but when you predict the future, you restrict your happiness 
to one outcome. One outcome. Your happiness. So when you try to predict the future, you try you try to predict the future and you will restrict your happiness to one outcome. Wow. So Phil Jackson, he brought the way he took the ball out of Michael's hands um, and was by introducing a new system, a new way of doing things. You know, like what about, what about um, you being under quarantine? You know, is there a new system that you could develop to produce more uh, the same results, but in a more efficient method, is there? So my um, so Phil he he introduced the triangle offense, and I'm not going to explain all the the ins and outs of the triangle offense. But at the end of the day, the triangle offense it got the ball out of the best player in the world's hands, and I wrote that down as I'm watching the the documentary. Just think about that for a minute. He's the best player in the world, <laughs> according to Space Jam, in the galaxy. Um, <clears throat> but it took the – and you think about this. Like, it makes no sense to take the ball out of the best player in the world's hands. It's, it's funny. It makes me think of – I remember when LeBron was playing for the Cavs, and I'm trying to think of the coach. It wasn't Tyron Lue, but it was the coach before him. Um and uh, I think it was a playoff game, and they had they it was the last play of the game. Um, the Cavs were were down by like maybe two. I mean something super easy. And um, the coach drew up the play, and LeBron took over and said, "Scratch that. We're gonna do we're gonna do this." And the reason why because the play that the coach had drawn up, LeBron was inbounding the ball. <laughs> Yes, LeBron James was inbounding the ball. And, like, when word got out, like, the media jumped all over it. Like, it's just a funny thought to be like, we're going to have LeBron James inbound the ball when we're down by two and it's less than 10 seconds left in the fourth quarter. LeBron, toss us the ball, buddy. No, like, it's crazy. That's <laughs> That makes no sense. That's career suicide, you know. So, for Phil to be like, we're going to take the ball out of your hands, Michael. And we're going to distribute it through the weapons that are around you. So what's so cool was Phil saw every teammate as a weapon. The former coach, he didn't see um, every teammate as a weapon. He The plays were give the ball to Michael and everybody move the blankety-blank out of the way. Uh, his words, not mine. But so how awesome is this? So watch this. Are you under somebody? that sees um, your surroundings as things that you could utilize in order for you to produce the results that you were created to produce. That's nice. Are you under somebody? Like, because we all, if you aren't under somebody, then I encourage you find, find a mentor, find a pastor, um, somebody that is um, spirit filled and can help shepherd you and, produce what God has put in you. <clears throat> but are you under somebody that can see the weapons around you, that can see the things about your surroundings that you need in order to produce the results that you were created to produce? Phil saw Michael's teammates as weapons. All right, here here's here was 
the clear result Michael Jordan wanted to win the championship. Phil saw that his surroundings could help produce those results. Therefore, Phil was the right person that Michael needed to be under. Like I said, if you are not under the right person, you need to go find the right person to be under. It is key. It is key. It is key. But Michael Todd, Pastor Michael Todd over Transformation Church in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, he did a sermon series last year, and it was, uh, it was called Crazy Faith. And the whole tagline was, it's crazy until it works. And, you know, when they was talking about the triangle offense, I'm thinking, oh, my God, that's to take the ball into Michael Jordan's hands. That's crazy until it worked. When they were playing against the Pistons, or actually, no, 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 when they were playing against the Cavs, and here it is, fourth quarter, and, like, the Bulls are down, and everybody's expecting the ball to go to um, Michael's hands. And so Phil draws up the play, and he says, Michael, who's open? And he said, well, Patston's open. He said, exactly, that's what we're going to get the ball to. So Michael started doing what we see in the NBA today, which was draw the double team. He would run to the paint, jump up, everybody would block, and he would immediately kick it out to the wing, which was John Patston, and he would shoot a three. Did that a few times, and guess what? Game's over. They broke through the loser's mentality, which was, okay, so my surroundings can help me versus my surroundings are against me. Man, that was not in my notes, but take that for free. That's for me, too. Wow. I'm going to say that again. So the loser's mentality, obviously, was my surroundings are against me. And when he broke through that, he realized that his surroundings were for him and could help him produce the things he was created to do. Adapt that mentality. Look at your surroundings. And if you need help distinguishing what's going to be good and what's going to be bad, pray in the spirit. Pray to God and say, okay, God, what about my surroundings can help me do what you put me on this earth to do? Mm. So I was listening to um, one of my uh, favorite pastors to listen to. I try to listen to him every week. His name is uh, Eric Mason. He's the pastor of Epiphany Fellowship up in Philadelphia. Um, Go Phillies. He has the, he uh, he preached a message called "Everyone Needs a Giant," and I was like, "Ooh!" It was theologically heavy. Oh my God, it was real good. And he obviously he talked about the story of David and Goliath, but you know, like, and it wasn't it wasn't like David needed Goliath for validation, because when David walked up to Goliath. In David's mind, he was already validated. Ooh. So therefore, him destroying Goliath showed everyone else who God truly was. Everyone needs a giant. Everyone needs that friction um, that's going to create pressure, that's going to make you depend on God. Everybody needs a giant. Um, the Bulls, they had the Pistons. And the Pistons were physically um, more than what the Bulls could handle. 
So for two straight seasons, they lost to them in the playoffs. And then the third season, because they had lost to a team that was more physical to them, after the second loss, the offseason, none of them went on vacation. Instead, they all remained in Chicago and did, um, I think, like three-day workouts. And gaining, like, uh, I think they said in the documentary that Michael Jordan gained at least 30 pounds of muscle. I'm like, googa But when it came time for the playoffs and when they played the Pistons, like, they, they were bullying them to the point that the, the Pistons, like, would, um, they always did dirty shots, but, like, it was, it was, it was flagrant two stuff. It was definitely, we'll say flagrant five. Is there a flagrant five? No, there's not a flagrant five. But it, there was, in this moment, it would have been flagrant five fouls. I mean, throwing Scottie Pippen to the, um, out into the audience. I mean, like, partial concussion, all kinds of stuff. It was, they had one um, title. All right, they had one bat-to-bat titles. So, therefore, they were defending their achievements. All right. And the way they did that by they created this thing called the Jordan Rules. All right, the Jordan Rules. Um, and I'm just going to read them, and this serves a purpose, I promise. So, Jordan Rules, number one, on the wings, push him to the elbow. Don't let him drive baseline. Number two, when he's on top, influence him to his left. Number three, when he got the ball in the low post, trap him from the top. And <clears throat> if he gets in the paint, knock him down to the ground. Oh, my God. Sounds so horrible. It kind of is, but granted, they they achieved something, and instead of just being lackadaisical, they came up with a plan in order to defend what they had won. All right, Jesus has won the victory for you and I. If you are following Jesus, then you are a recipient of what He did at the cross and Him raising from the grave and Him sitting on the right side on the right hand of the father interceding for you daily. You are the recipient of all that. In John 10, 10, Jesus tells us, he says that the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. All right. So therefore you have a, you have an opponent that is looking to take what Jesus has won on your behalf. He's won and gave, given it to you. You have an opponent called the devil and he is looking to take that. If you are lackadaisical in your walk, then he will take it. But if you come up just like the Pistons did, if you come up with a strategy on how to defend in moments of weakness, how to defend in moments of desperation, how to defend when when the money is low, how to defend when people are taking shots at you, how to defend when sickness arises in your family, how to defend when life happens. If you come up with a system like that, guess what? You will not give in to the temptations of the flesh. You will not believe the voices of the enemy. You will not believe the lies of the enemy. You will not fall for the tricks of Satan. I know that part is very spiritual, but it is very crucial. You got to hear that. You know, one thing that um, I'm going to give you one hack. All right. Maybe two hacks. I don't know. We'll see because we're almost out of time. I'm going to hack. All right, take a scripture or a, uh, a spiritual quote or even a voice memo or a clip of, uh, uh, of a pastor or mentor or whoever speaking 
um, something that something that like lights the fire within you. All right, take that. Especially if it's like if it's a, a note or scripture or whatever, go into your contacts on your phone and create a new contact and put the name as encouragement or when I feel like blank, you know, like get as transparent as you can. All right. And then uh, bypass the part where you put the phone number in, but go straight to the next section where it says notes and copy and paste that scripture or that voice memo or that video or whatever um, and put it in there. And if you're not able to do that, I'll give you another hack for, uh, for the video or voice memo, but put that scripture or quote in there and then save it under your favorites, your speed dial section, your favorites. And then when moments, uh, when moments of pressure arise and you just feel overwhelmed, go to your favorites, go to your speed dial section on your phone and you'll see that and read it and be encouraged. You know, and the other hack was if you're not able to put the video or voice memo part in there, then save that video as an icon on your home screen, on your phone. And you can even rename it and rename it, you know, when I feel like blank. All right. And in that moment, when you feel like whatever you fill the blank in, you hit that icon and instantly you're taken to that voice memo or that video. And you can be encouraged and reminded of who God has created you to be. Right. So I hope this episode helped. I hope you got a lot. I not hope I have faith that you did get a lot out of it. Thanks so much for listening. Like I always do. Let me give you one music uh, recommendation. This is this song is a banger. Everybody say with me. Banger. So good. It's called um, Armies by KB. I'm just going to give you a little snippet. Um, it's so good. I could create an episode just off this song alone, Armies. And you know what? I think I will. I think I will. All right, check it out. the 15 minute mark i'm so sorry but listen thank you so much for listening and one more thing i gotta give a netflix recommendation just because i watched this show which is 10 episodes i watched it in under 72 hours so therefore that means i truly liked it and i've thought about this morning i thought about watching it again um which if you've listened to i think my episode uh in, back in january i said you know something you know you truly like something if you're willing to rewatch it or 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 re-experience it we'll call that we'll say you know you like something when you're willing to re-experience it um it's the show called outer banks now let me give a disclaimer it does have some language so if you're not mature enough to handle that please don't watch it but it is really good it's very compelling it drew me in um under 72 hours i had 10 episodes down that says a lot about my life it's kind of sad but i blame quarantine all right so check it out if you get some time anyways thanks so much for listening be blessed find uh three people in your contacts list to share this episode with god bless you love you